All right, welcome to the first episode of the Ruthless Regression Podcast. Mm-hmm. Except we're not starting with regression at all. We're starting with the present. Yeah, so we're <laughs> going to talk about Night of Champions, which just happened yesterday, mm-hmm. um, Saturday. So, yeah, um, I'll just get started here. Okay. Uh, or should we introduce ourselves since this is the first one? No, we'll introduce ourselves later. Okay. It, we'll builds, just... it builds mystery. Okay, we'll, we'll just people. be strangers for now. Yeah, who are these people? Yeah, well, you'll find out. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to talk about the first match, Rollins versus AJ yes. Styles. Um, yes, the most anticipated, at least for me. It was kind of surprising that they did the what i thought was like the the number one match uh very first but maybe i had a a misunderstanding of what the draw was for this event yeah i mean i guess they build it for three different main events right so there's this brock and cody and then there's the Mm -hmm. tag team match at the end so i think that is they kind of had i guess they did the last two um back to back but this one they did first i guess yeah. Um, we can talk about, I guess, the reasons behind that. But, um, I mean, let's go through what happened. So, okay. Well, well, okay, the winner was Rollins, which was highly expected on my end. <laughs> um, but while I was watching, I was doing some Wikipediaing of AJ Styles, and I was surprised that in the Wikipedia they described him as being widely regarded as one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time um so i wanted to ask your opinion on that because i thought that was a bold claim um because i don't know as much about aj styles i feel like he's not um reviewed a lot maybe i know you've said in the past that he's known maybe more internationally uh, but even then i thought that was a bold claim so (laughs) Yeah, I think he made he made a name for himself more in other wrestling companies. Yeah. Um, like you said, like Japan, I think TNA he was big in back in the day. But like he never even came to WWE, I think, until like 2016. Mm. Um, so he, he's a famous wrestler, but not so much from a WWE perspective. But I think he's had a good run since then. Mm. Um He's, he's had some world championships and stuff like that. But, yeah, um, interesting that they chose him for this yeah. match. But, I mean, it was a good match overall, I think. Um, both I think both Seth and AJ are very good, like, technical wrestlers, so I don't think you're going to get a bad match out of that. Yeah, they but, felt more twisty. Um, I felt like Rollins did more... Um, maybe more grappling style or more, like closer moves as opposed to like flips, jumps, things like that with the match. But maybe that's more AJ Styles style. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought it was a pretty good match. There was a lot of hits where, you know, you had the reaction of like, ooh, yeah, that's. that's oh, yeah. Real. Lots of dangerous spots, I thought. Like there is the, um, the reverse superplex off mm-hmm. the top rope mm-hmm. looked pretty dangerous um aj had a couple where he like picked he picked seth up and then like dropped him on his knee or on the mat 
um, like straight, like almost on his neck and upper back, which looked really painful. But I mean, I guess um, that's one guy that you would trust to do that, I guess. I guess so. But yeah, there was like two or three neck shots that looked pretty rough. Um, but ultimately, Rollins won. And I think we were both happy with that um, outcome. I feel like Rollins is uh, superstar material, um, at least in the short time that I've watched him, which hasn't been his whole career. But he, I felt like, presented great. Let's talk about the outfit. <laughs> Leopard print, like uh, nearly neon blue, what, not leopard cheetah maybe? I don't know. I, just, <laughs> I was thinking, what, what do you call that? Because he had these like massive <laughs> shoulder, um, I don't even know what you'd call that. I don't know. Shoulder pads, shoulder poofs. Yeah. Um, I don't think any any of Rollins' outfits like it's like have you, it's they're undescribable. Yeah, accented with the gold nail polish, I thought was was great. So I think he's one of the best well-rounded superstars that the WWE has, as far as entertainment value. Just visually, he looks great, and I think he performs really well. So I was very pleased with the outcome. Yeah, uh, and they had the the moment where Rollins appeared to like injure his knee, which yeah. um, they e that was either real, like he actually hurt his knee, or they just did a really good job of selling it. Because um, I think what happened was Rollins comes out and he does like a suicide jump off off the top or over the ropes mm -hmm. um and he kind of lands awkwardly on his knee and he immediately starts like holding it and like trying to pop it back into place yeah um but I, yeah i have an ongoing theory that the wwe thinks or i guess not thinks maybe but encourages if you have a minor injury to like really play it up but we can circle back to that with the Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar um, for thoughts on that. But well, yeah, I mean the difference. I think the Cody injury was definitely planned out, but this one, like you could, I could be convinced either way because he immediately sold it, and then AJ starts attacking it. Like he he goes into like submission move. Yeah. Um. So e either these guys are like just such major pros that they started improvising immediately or this was planned out but i think it was a good wrinkle to the match either way yeah it was a good match good a good opener um surprising that it did open like i said because it was a headliner but it was a good one and there was no chance aj was going to win <laughs> <laughs> which is why i think they were they tend i feel like they tend to do that whenever yeah. like it's kind of obvious who's going to win aj just came off of a big injury yeah and also he's on smackdown which they didn't really <laughs> explain what was going to happen there um since the title's exclusive to raw but um yeah good match yeah i, th I feel like that's why they probably put it first yeah get get the ball rolling rollins always performs which again I think yeah. it goes to his superstar quality. So I hope that he can do something with that belt and really make it shine. And he'll probably have to defend it a few times, I'm sure. And the crowd was okay. <laughs> they were, I feel like the only thing they did was sing for Rollins, which I feel like is kind of the bare minimum. Well, but yeah. Yeah. That's the thing about Rollins is the crowd is always going to be on his side. 
the I mean it's just there so then you're if you're his opponent the the vibes are already towards Rollins mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah so the next Becky and Trish came out well briefly before that Cody mm-hmm. had a little segment oh I never watched the segments <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a short segment just like hey by the way his arm's broken <laughs> and he's got a cast on and that's basically it yeah so. a little reminder in case you forgot <laughs> yeah in case you forgot yeah. is his arm is broken yeah and he's got a cast I, f- I feel like those are for the either totally casual viewers like you haven't watched a yeah episode or show of wrestling in two years uh or maybe for people with they just can't remember bless their little hearts from last week yeah <laughs> anyway becky and trish yeah uh, fair match. I don't think anything will ever compare to Becky versus Bianca um, in last year's SummerSlam. So it's hard to live up to that hype. Um, I think that's the best women's match I've ever seen, um, as just mm-hmm. as far as performance goes and like grit. Um, but it, it was fine. I think Trish Trish is okay. <laughs> Well, right off the top, I, th- I thought their outfits were better than the last time they were in Saudi. Yeah. Um, at least the last time I remember, uh, I think it was last year, Extreme No, not Extreme Rules, Crown Jewel, maybe. Mm, yeah. Um, it seemed like they just had their regular ring gear on with just like t-shirts, baggy t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, which looked really weird. This time, at least they all had, looked like they had their own custom <laughs> full body um, ring gear. Yeah. Which was nice. Yeah, Becky and Trish looked like they were about to wrestle and then like go drive a F1 race um, the next day or something with those outfits. Yeah, <laughs> I liked Becky's um, flight suit. It yeah, looked, looked like she was going to go to space. Yeah, uh, or that or drive a, a race car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Crowd was totally dead. I think for this match, they were just not into it at all. Yeah. Which I, I feel like how the crowd reacts really impacts like what what how the match how good the match feels yeah and the crowd was just totally dead like they just didn't care about this which <laughs> i don't think they do a lot of women's matches though i think yeah. generally the energy is a little bit lower um, but maybe more so in this case too but i think that trish and becky have like a great dynamic as far as smack talking so since yeah. there wasn't that to really get into the match, it did feel a little like the energy was a bit low. But It felt rushed, yeah. the whole thing, because it felt like it was going to be a big deal with... I feel like the, that whole program with like her and Lita and Be- you know, Becky and Trish have... just The whole thing has felt rushed. Um, we had a couple promos with Trish and Becky, but I think Becky disappeared for, for a while. I I don't really remember why, but, um, yeah, it doesn't feel like the, it felt like it was going to be built up to like a really big match. I think they're going to do it at backlash. Weren't they? I Mm. I think originally that would have been much better because that crowd was, um, pretty crazy, but we got it here and it was not, it was pretty forgettable. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, we should. I mean, the, the the only memorable thing is that Trish actually won, right? Right. So the ending <laughs> was a doozy too. Yeah. Like, we didn't even get a real finish. Uh, Zoe Stark mm. comes out from under the ring and does her finisher on uh, Becky, rolls her into the ring before the ref 
can see that she's out there, she goes back under the ring and then Trish <laughs> pins her. So not a clean finish. I guess we're not done here, but the question is like, I, I don't even know where they go from here. Like, are they going to do tag team stuff? Is I don't think Lita would come back. She seemed like she was kind of done. Mm. So I don't know. I don't really know where they're headed here. Yeah, I don't think Trish knows either. <laughs> yeah, it didn't make a, much sense. Yeah. Becky did have a bloody nose at the very end. Yeah. So, I, I don't, actually, I think maybe Trish hit Stratisfaction, her, her move right before the end. Mm. Maybe that did it. But That or maybe they'll do a, a redo at Money in the Bank, maybe, if, mm-hmm. if they're not in contention for that. Yeah. You know, just they just got to keep that rolling, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Shall we move on to Gunther and Ali? Mustafa, Ali. Yes, definitely. I think the crowd was ready for that one. Yeah, the the crowd, Mustafa Ali is always a crowd favorite when they go there. Um, So, yeah, they were ready for this match, and Gunther put on a show as well. Yes. Uh, I wanted to point out a weird thing. Like, I watched, so I watched this live on Saturday because you were out of town. Then we watched it again tonight on Peacock. Um, and I noticed the right before this match, live they showed this whole promo video of Mustafa Ali uh, like going to, to the mosque, to Mecca or whatever, mm-hmm. and like having this whole day. Um, and they completely cut that out for some reason. Hmm. So I don't know... I don't know what's going on there, but <laughs> I just thought that was weird enough to mention. Yeah. It seems like he gets maybe the short end of the stick as far as like coordination of stuff, or maybe it's um, unrelated. But when we saw them at the live show in Raw or for Raw um, in Greensboro, uh, it seemed like with his, he was coming out, there was a. What's the name of the match where they're all in? Battle Royal? Yes. Where mm-hmm. they were all coming out. And it was like they made him come out, but then they showed us. The, I think he was supposed to be maybe a separate entrance. Um, and that was, it was totally disjointed. It was a really weird moment yeah. of the show where someone had messed up something, it felt like. but Yeah, it, it was just weird. I don't know. It, it seems like with the Saudi stuff, it's always, I mean, you never know. Like maybe something slipped in that. Oh, was offensive to to someone and they <laughs> just decided to cut it afterwards i don't know i just thought yeah. that was strange because they they played promos for like everybody else but this one is just like right into the match hmm. um, uh, yeah, i don't know maybe they had to trim it down for the time or something. maybe but yeah i mean the crowd was super into it and obviously on ali's side but I feel like Gunther just looked like such a monster. Yeah. He has some he's he's really nailed being able to to like look like this freakish athlete monster just throwing him around. Yeah. Doing these crazy clotheslines that <laughs> look like it knocked the breath out of him. Well yeah, like made him uh go in a flip. Yeah, yeah, he full on flipped him with a yeah. clothesline one time, which was impressive. But it wasn't a squash match, though. I mean, Ali had some runs. He had a couple of two counts. So, I mean, the crowd, I think, got what they paid for there. Yeah. A Gunter, anyone with Gunter, is gonna, I feel, is going to be a great match. I don't think yeah. I've ever, in my short time of watching wrestling, watched him fight and thought, eh, it wasn't great. I feel like he gives it his all. 
as far as physical performance goes. Maybe not so much on the personality side, but maybe I mean it could be personal choice or that's just, I don't know if it's just not him. I thought he did pretty well on that side. He like really amped up the crowd. I feel like he's got to do a good job because he. I feel like people want to like him because he kind of he's kind of like a cool bad guy. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're in that spot, you you kind of have to egg the crowd on a little bit and yeah. kind of get them to turn back against you. So I think he did a pretty good job. Yeah, uh, I love the navy blue of him and his. Um, instead of the red. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Know. It just it seemed like it suited them well. Um, yeah. Henchmen is what I was trying to think of. Um, still, those two guys are hanging brain in those <laughs> in those onesies. Yeah. Red, blue, pink, white, whatever they are wearing, they are highlighting the goods. So, you know, good or bad, it's there. Um, but Navy doesn't help the situation. <laughs> but hey, he looks good. The Navy does. Yeah, okay. Well, got your stamp of approval on the um, <laughs> trunks. Okay. I don't so know if Gun- I approve them, but, okay. you know, just an so observation. Gunther, Gunther remains undefeated. I mean, other than, I guess, the Royal Rumble. Um, coming up on a year with the Intercontinental Championship, and I don't really see who's going to beat him at this point. Does... So was this fight for the Intercontinental Championship? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, for the belt. All right, move on to yeah. we have another segment here before the next match. It was oh, the Sammy and KO. I'm glad you took note because I did. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean it wasn't um, nothing too notable. They mm-hmm. just were kind of talking about, uh, you know, Sammy was like, "Oh, well, if, if this is it, if this is the end. Then it's, it's been a good run since WrestleMania." Mm-hmm. And then KO was like, no, this is, we're not going to lose. Mm-hmm. This is our day. The bloodline is over. And that's pretty much it. Just KO, KO Sammy um, shenanigans. <laughs> that's a good word for stuff yeah. with Sammy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Bianca versus Asuka? Asuka. Asuka. Yeah. I don't know. Is the U silent? Um, sort of. Okay. Asuka. That's how they say it. I don't know. Okay. Well, I think historically, name pronunciations with wrestling may not be very consistent. See, yeah, they've been uh, Otis. O- Otis versus Otis. I'm pretty sure sometimes they say Mustafa versus Mustafa. Probably. You know, but they don't, don't ever know. say Asuka. It's always Asuka. Okay. Well, you could. Okay. <laughs> agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah. I I thought this match. I mean, the crowd still didn't care about this one at all. Like, it was weird. Even there was some, like, some weird chance for Asuka, mm-hmm. even though she's the heel in this situation. Yeah, but, and, I, I mean, previously I think you said that she might be more well-known, similar to AJ Styles overseas, maybe, or... Well, she... I think she came from NXT, so she okay. came up through the program, but... Yeah, I mean... I don't even know where to start with this match. I feel like I never really... I always zone out in Asuka matches. Yeah. Even with Bianca, like at WrestleMania too. It's just like... I don't know. I'm not an Asuka fan. I feel like she's she's got some good things going for her, but... Maybe she, a little one-dimensional. Well, she can't talk on... She can't cut a promo, right? So it's like really hard to... Yeah. 
But do we are we do we know is it a language barrier? Yeah, or? I mean she she can like I think it's a little, little more like broken English sorts oh. of things. She can oh. you know exclaim something. Mm. Um and I think she try she does a decent job around like her outfits and her personality and stuff to try and make yeah. up for it, but I just I don't think it's enough and I, this is another one that they didn't really build enough. Yeah. In my opinion, like definitely it, the build up was was I felt even lower than Trish um and Becky. They I wasn't really sure. It just seems like they keep going back to those two um to redo this match over and over and over again. I don't know if maybe there's just not enough strong females to carry the load and to vary it up a little bit. Um, or maybe they just really like wrestling each other. So they're like, yeah, let's just keep keep going back to the basics. I don't know. But yeah, seeing them fight together multiple matches is getting a little... We've, we've seen this before. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think they've done a great job with building up the women's programs for a while. I mean, even yeah. WrestleMania with these two and then with with uh Rhea and Charlotte it was just like no build at all. I mean yeah. we we get a promo or two here and there but it's very much like a low priority which sucks cuz I think Rhea and Bianca in particular are like two of the best ever and and Becky. Yeah. And I feel like they get the short end of the stick most of the time with not really getting much much in the way of creative to like sure, help boost their, their stories. I have to imagine that it takes all of the resources and time just to make the bloodline storyline. It's just so involved. Like every week there usually there's every, there's something with them. Yeah. So yeah, probably having three or four fully like bloodline level storylines. It's not going to happen, I guess. I mean, it's hard, probably hard to, to do, but yeah, this, yeah, this. How do you make it believable too? After you've, like I was saying, they they fought, and Bianca has won all times, but now, <laughs> um, yeah. how do you make that believable as a recurring fight? Well, you know what's what's there to fight about. Well, they made Asuka heal, so yeah, she used the poison mist this time. She uh, well, she she tried it the first time, just. Tried to spit it, but it missed. Yeah. And then she goes over to like the side of the ropes. The the ref is like distracted Bianca for a second and she spits onto her hand, onto her fingers that that poison mist and then goes, when Bianca goes for the KOD, uh, Asuka kind of rakes her fingers across her eyes with the poison mist. And that's apparently enough to distract her for a second. Yeah. So she, uh, takes a kick to the back of the, or a couple kicks one, and then one to the back of the head and then she gets pinned. Yeah. The, uh, the commentator said something that I thought was interesting and this may warrant discussion over time. Maybe, um, as far as the, uh, the logical rules of matches. Um, I think the, the, uh, I can't, I'm not sure if it was Corey Graves or, or the other man, um, said that it was an illegal move and, um, but yeah, she's the winner, um, which has me thinking, you know, what's the point of having legal versus unlegal moves or strategies when you're, 
still the winner. <laughs> well, it's, um, it's all about like, it's like any other sport. You can break the rules as long as you don't get caught. Yeah. So, Maybe it's like a break in the fourth wall kind of thing where I guess, you know, everything in kayfabe mm-hmm. um, is in the ring and then the, the commentators and the audience are outside of the ring, I guess. So if the ref doesn't see it, it just doesn't count. Is that how that works? Yeah. I mean, if the ref is like anything, if you break a law, but the police don't see it, (laughs) you get away with it. Right. But I guess I'm thinking, you know, in that case, if you had video evidence that you broke the law. So there's no retroactive. You were okay. It's, it's like the, what is it? The statute of limitations sort of thing. (laughs) It ends there. You can't be prosecuted after the after the event (laughs) okay yeah i guess it just it took me out of it a little bit when they were saying how illegal that move was i thought okay so (laughs) yeah but But mm -hmm. oscar's the the she's the raw women's champion now Mm -hmm. i guess she's on smackdown though like they still haven't done the belt thing like bianca's been on smackdown for uh you know a couple weeks now Mm. two or three weeks but yeah. she's had the Raw Championship, so they haven't, <laughs> for whatever reason, they haven't switched the belts. I think it's because Bianca just like broke a record or something, um, which WWE is obsessed with their numbers, even if it makes the stories worse. Yeah. So they like just kept the belt on her longer, for what? For her to lose it. Now to Oscar. Yeah, I don't. They they need to spend some time working on that or workshopping that. Or maybe they're going to. I don't know. But, yeah, the poison mist and the recurrence of their matches is... We've been there. We've done that. We've seen them both win now. We've seen every iteration that they can do together. I think it's time to move on. <laughs> and maybe we shall move on to Natalia and Rhea Ripley. <laughs> yeah. The the quickest match I may have ever seen. Oh, you um, didn't see a few weeks ago the Cameron Grimes versus Baron Corbin he, oh, was he, he did the, the stomp. Was he the like newer two, guy? Yeah, he's, he's the new guy yeah, from yeah, NXT. Yeah, 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 the country guy. Yeah, yeah. He comes out I and did. stomps, stomps on him in like two seconds. <laughs> I saw a flashback. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think I saw that uh, live. <laughs> but yeah, this was a quick match yeah. too. Yeah, it almost made me. I mean, again, I, maybe it goes back to just lack of stronger female headliner yeah. people. Um, at this point, I'm wondering why, and maybe they will in the future, kind of bring Rhea into the dynamic of Becky, Bianca, Asuka, maybe. Well, I think they're all on um, different brands now. Rhea's on Raw, and mm. I think the other three are on SmackDown. Gotcha. So I'm so, not sure about Becky, actually. No, she's on Raw. She's on Raw, yeah. She was at the Greensboro yeah. um, yeah. show. So Yeah, it seems like there's a lot more... I don't know. It feels like really lopsided with Raw and SmackDown, even in the women's division. So going forward, are all premium events, like like if they're going up for the women's title, I guess the two contenders will have to be in the same show? Yeah, that's the idea. But I mean, especially the closer we get to WrestleMania, the more the rules don't matter. And there's going to be more crossovers probably. <laughs> But at least for now, the rules are pretty, uh, pretty sturdy. So 
Yes, for now they have to be on the same show, but but then Rollins and Styles uh, were on two different shows competing for a Raw belt. So and they never tried to explain what would happen if if AJ won it. So <laughs> you, you would assume that he would then go to Raw, but yeah, you it's sort of like <laughs> if you pay too close attention, it takes some of the fun away. <laughs> the rules are yeah, they're they're there for convenience. Yeah. And, you just kind of have to go along with it sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. Natalia and Ray, Natalia didn't last long. Uh, got slammed into the stairs a couple times and then uh, rolled into the <laughs> ring. And the, uh, it promptly gave up. Yeah, got, yeah. I forget um, Rhea's finisher, but she, she got finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then limped off. Yeah, that was, it was quick. Uh, it was, she, got, she got a payday. Yeah. She showed up. She got her name out there. She yeah. had fun. She looked cute doing it. You know, she was, she was having fun. And Rhea and Dom looked looked uh, <laughs> like two peas in a pod. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it was fine, expected, quick. Not Which, much else to say. Is yeah, okay. all of the women's matches were pretty, pretty quick and simple. I think in this event. Yeah. But you know, you have some. Yeah. Some stunners and some bombers. I guess I guess it, maybe it's not reasonable to expect a really great women's program at in Saudi Arabia. So I don't know that or they just. I keep I keep going back to whenever we're watching the weekly shows that there's just not a lot of stronger female characters. Whether it's physically strong to do, you know, some of the the moves that you know, a Becky, a Bianca, a Rhea. Uh, does or they just haven't fleshed out who they are you know we need a little bit more a little bit more background a little bit more personality a little bit more style which of course Becky and Bianca and even Rhea who has her own unique style really excel at um, I would love to see Piper become Piper Niven yeah become more of more of a thing more of a character more you know I think she has a unique style and a unique look um, but you know, again, it maybe comes back to there's just not enough time in in the week to develop everyone equally. So maybe in the future, yeah, we'll have some new NXT people that I still have yet to learn the names of. <laughs> well, yeah, we saw one of them uh, this week. Uh, yeah, the sorry, what was her name? I, I keep forgetting her name too. The the interference. Zoe Stark. Oh, yeah. Zoe Starks. I usually need to see someone about three dozen times before she's, I remember their name. She's names. had consistent matches. I think she's on... I guess she would be on Raw. Oh. She's had some pretty good matches in the last few weeks. They're building her up to be strong, so... Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. She okay. seems some like a... Faces. Yeah. Okay. Uh, up next, this little Seth Rollins segment with, the, <laughs> oh, with his yeah. new belt. I, I do remember that one, yeah. Uh, he was just saying it's been a while, what four years, and he's happy and. Mm -hmm. He said, "Put some stank on it." <laughs> <laughs> Whenever Byron uh, introduced him, which I thought was pretty funny, I'm gonna have to start saying that. Oh, I don't. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe in some situations. He said he was gonna be um, on Raw every week. Okay. I think that's what he said. Oh, okay. Well, we need we need a superstar that's yeah, showing up. We need <laughs> <laughs> Roman Reigns. 
So yeah, that'll be great. Uh-huh. Right now I'm team raw. So yeah, we'll... I think I am as well. Yeah. We'll see how it shakes out. All right, Cody and Brock, our mm-hmm. second main event second. out of three. Yeah. Yes, because you can have more than one main event, apparently. <laughs> I almost think they needed to do that one after the Bianca match. But, um, yeah, great match. Brock always delivers. Cody Rhodes always delivers. Um, I always sing the praises of Cody Rhodes as far as, again, his superstardom. I think he's a great, he's a great personality of a professional wrestler. I think. Mm-hmm. Yep, they called out uh, that his cast is made of titanium. <laughs> as uh, as he walks down the ramp, he's got this titanium cast <laughs> on his on his left arm that he's nursing a bit. Um, he they kind of start the match out, and he's he's like being very um, elusive. He's sliding out of the ring, running around. Sliding back in when Brock chases him, and then uh, yeah. try just trying to get the upper hand, trying to protect that arm. I love watching Brock Lesnar run around the ring with his little legs. <laughs> little legs. Yeah, I mean pr- compared to mine, they're probably huge, relative. but yeah, relative to his massive upper body, um, it I always get a good laugh out of watching him chase people around the ring, which I think he he yeah. often does when he's fighting, at, at least big matches like this. Yep, and the the match swings toward Brock Lesnar as he does Brock Lesnar things. <laughs> and uh, but at some point, there's a turning point where Cody realizes he could use his cast as a weapon. So he starts to he does some some dives at, at Brock. Yeah. Uh, cast first. Um, yeah. The the medical. I have to think. I, I think it's one of two things. Either Cody is the most injury-prone, uh, you know, careless, I guess. Um, he got a keg smashed over his arm okay. by Brock Lesnar. But hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. If you have a broken arm and you're doing that amount of activity on it, both with the beating and the twisting of, of your lower arm bones, and, and it's broken, it's going to be so much worse like you are doing mm. potentially irreparable harm to your arm there's no way mm. is so, this your uh, physical therapist corner <laughs> yeah there is no way uh so that's what i'm saying either he is the most careless athlete in the world and all of the trainers in the wwe are you know uh, running around like no cody <laughs> triple h tried to talk him out of it i don't yeah I don't know. you know the segments i don't know Sometimes they lean a little reality TV, which I guess in a way it is. it is. Yeah. But so it's either that, which I don't think it is, or um, he maybe just had a little minor sprain and they were, you know, playing it up real good. But Maybe. That's, there's a chance. But, um, I mean, so, I mean, I guess we should talk about the end. Uh Brock locks in the Kimura on the hurt arm a couple of times. I think Cody gets out of it once. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he, he gets right back into it, and Cody does not tap, but the ref calls it because he's out cold. Well, is it, is the equivalent to a tap when they hold the arm up and it kind of what is that like considered a yeah. tap? 
Uh, that's not considered a tab. Oh. That's just like you're just, out. Oh. You're not capable of giving up. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's a, I guess, a knockout. Yeah, he looked submission. a little dazed, but again, maybe he's a really good actor, or I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, he did, he did look a, a good bit dazed. He, yeah. So he was out. They, you know, he didn't give up. He never gave up. Yeah. Uh, but he did lose the match, so now they're one-one. Cool. I, I, I couldn't help but think like. You know, Brock, during his promos and the after he beat down Cody, was saying, like, he wanted a fight. And I was wondering, like, is this a fight? Is this what you meant? I mean, yeah. just, like, twisting his arm till he passes out? I mean... You know, poor Brock. I think he's confined to the needs of the <laughs> WWE sometimes. Because, you know, if he wanted to, he could take that arm and snap it like a twig. So. I mean, it worked. It's just, uh, it seemed more like a wrestling match than a fight to me. Yeah. So I was wondering like, maybe for the third, I mean, where they go from here, maybe they do like a last man standing mm. kind of match. Yeah. No submissions. Just, you gotta knock somebody down for 10 seconds or, or 10 counts. Maybe Brock was saying he wanted to fight, but he wasn't directing it towards Cody Rhodes. He was just saying in general because the guy rarely ever fights. Mm -hmm. At least, I mean, he shows up for the premium events, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, so maybe we'll see another one. They're 1-1 now, so I have to imagine they're going to come back to it at some point. But I don't really know why they did the whole um, injury angle i don't know i think i don't I, know yeah. that that was necessary i keep hoping that they're building cody up for a rematch with roman at some point i hope that it's uh SummerSlam, but i i don't know anymore since maybe. wrestlemania i just i have no clue what's maybe he'll win money in the bank or something yeah i think that's possible i, I guess we're gonna see probably he's gonna be out of action for a little while <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you would think so. I mean, if he just comes out fresh as a daisy on uh, tomorrow night, that's going to be a little weird. Well, let's not put it past him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're going to do that, but we'll see. Yeah. I think we will hear from him, though. <sighs> or we'll Brock, see. or both. I'd like to see Cody Rhodes be a champion of some kind at some point, because I, I, I really don't see Brock getting to that point again. Um, I think he's a great player in the world of, of WWE, but I'd like to see Cody get up there one day. Maybe yep. against Roman. We need, yep, we need a champion who's not a part-timer. <laughs> yeah. And now we've got Seth at least, yeah. but we need to get rid of the other one too. <laughs> yeah. I um, guess that's a good segue into our last match. It's a it's yes. a doozy. And there's a lot, lot the to The longest, impact. most get-on-with-it match. I have a sore spot about the bloodline i'm a little over it. it takes 20 minutes to get the match started but it did finally get started well it was roman's special day it was 1000 days as universal champion yeah um all the fans had their little banners their little flags mm -hmm. they were holding up so that was the whole thing and uh sammy comes out wearing uh like i guess a traditional robe i have no idea i'm not i'm not sure what it's called but yeah he came out in like a robe and kind of started uh kind of got things started in arabic talking to the crowd yeah the crowd was super into sammy too like almost yeah. 
if not as much as, if not more than Mustafa um, um, Ali. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sammy's great at crowd work. He was great in the live show too. Yeah, so um, I mean, the crowd really bounced back. I would say for the last two matches, they were kind of so-so mm-hmm. um, for the first half, but I feel like they were pretty good for the last couple. Yeah, and his song always seems to really hype people up. Yeah. <laughs> so that's always a plus. So I think, uh, I guess, becoming a, a WWE personality, like you got to choose a good song yeah. to really hype the crowd, and then you're you a know, sing-along song. Yeah, ideally. for sure. That that are one that just really rocks hard, but I'm I'm sure the options are limited. But yeah, he has a great song. Came in, crowd was hyped. Again, it took a little bit to get the match started. Yeah, Roman Roman start Roman and Sammy start in the ring. Um, Roman plays up the crowd as he always do, does. He yeah. plays on the crowd, maybe a little too much, but. I guess he does do a pretty good job of hyping things up and getting the crowd involved, which is good. But also, it takes like five minutes to get the to throw the first punch, you know. Yeah. But and he doesn't even throw the first punch here. They circle each other for um, a minute or two, mm-hmm. and then he tags Solo in. Yeah, they are the pros at the slow start of a match. Very I, slow pace to start. I think of all the wrestling. I've ever seen, which isn't a ton at this point, but you know, a decent amount at least of the recent stuff too. They are anytime Roman Reigns does something from my memory, it is the slowest to get started. He really likes to take his time. He milks the crowd for sure. Yeah. Every last drop. Yeah, every last <laughs> drop for sure. <laughs> which yeah, I mean he's he's earned the reactions, but sometimes sitting at home you <laughs> just kinda want Want, want them to get on with things a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so what what happens next? I mean, we've got... I guess we can skip forward to when Roman spears the ref. <laughs> the ref is out of things, which happens, it seems like, in every single Roman match. Yeah. Every Bloodline match is yeah. like... Interference. Oh, they love their interference. Yeah. So, yeah, and it, I mean, it was accidental. He was going, I guess, for Sammy. I can't remember, but they they dip out of the way, and the ref is out for like a couple minutes. <laughs> but actually, he's out for the rest of the match. Oh, really? Yeah, he's out. He's gone. Huh? Did they replace the ref? And I maybe just... at the end, another oh. one came in. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice. Yeah, and what else we have? We the so the Usos came out to attack KO when they were so KO was. Looked like he was going to put Roman through a table. And then the Usos come out, take care of KO. Uh, they get get into the ring. Sammy's there. Uh, I think Jay does a super kick on Sammy. Then they back up. They're going to do a, a, a stereo super kick. Sammy uh, ducks at the last moment. Mm-hmm. And they hit Solo Sokoa at the same time with a super kick. A crime against humanity. Yes, totally accidental. <laughs> totally. Roman <laughs> is livid, so he comes in the ring. Uh-huh. He he's so pissed at, at Jimmy and Jay. As always. As always. He's he's yelling at him. He's saying, why did you do this? Why did you come out here? <laughs> he's he's he pushes 
Jimmy really hard, like in the face, like the most disrespectful way. Just like take your face and just get it out of here. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to Jay. He turns around, boom, he gets hit with a super kick <laughs> by Jimmy. Finally. Yeah. Finally, yeah. <laughs> Finally, the slow burn. Oh, the slowest. I don't even think it's burned. It, it's like it burned, it went out, it smoked. They tried to relight the fire, it smoked it's some more. It's coals. Yeah. It's coals for a while, but it's fire again because he talks. So he's, uh, Jay is is really conflicted here. He's like conflicted between his brother and his tribal chief. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy's like, no, I got this. I got you. And he, he super kicks Roman again. And Roman rolls out of the ring and yeah. he's like, I'm going to do what you should have done a long time ago or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to relive that on SmackDown for the next two months. Oh yeah. We're going to see it for a long time. Yeah. So, so, so then they get out of there and then uh, KO comes in. KO and Sammy come and finish the job on Solo. Yes. So. Which was very satisfying. Yeah. As a self-proclaimed solo hater, <laughs> hate to say it. Of course, I mean, hate, you hate the personality, not the person. I don't know the person. Um, so it's not personal. <laughs> but the the personality, yeah. I'm, we're over it. <laughs> well, he lost. Yeah. He lost uh, pretty clean. I mean, not, I, I guess he did get super kicked by his brothers. but I, I guess, So I guess you count that as interference. But yeah, so Sam, I mean, Kate... Uh, Solo and Roman lose. Mm-hmm. Neither one of them lose very often. And now the bloodline seems like it's done. I, it's surely not done. I, I don't see... They're not going to make up. On, I, I don't think they're just going to like kiss and make up on Friday <laughs> on SmackDown. Yeah. I, I would love to see the Usos go and do something else. So I hope that's what we're moving towards. <laughs> is something else like just fighting someone else I, I think they'll probably fight each other for a little while like i could see money in the bank or even summer i hope not SummerSlam because i want roman to face cody at SummerSlam. but i think we're gonna get usos versus solo and roman yeah very soon maybe i just i feel like it um almost cheapens the the character to just kind of box them in a bit even if it is with Roman Reigns, who is the superstar, if I feel like he's very limited, as opposed to let's say Rollins, Lashley, even um, Rey Mysterio, they're fighting different people all the time. And sure, they may be challenging for belts, but they're they're always fighting someone different. Uh, the Bloodline, the Usos, Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, even. Little old Paul Heyman. It's it's been the it's same a long running thing. It's been a long running story. Yes, uh, but I mean we're starting to see some different stuff. They haven't fought each other in a while, at least. <laughs> in a while, but you know you could do something different. I'm ready for a change. Well, they've got to resolve this somehow. I know you you're not a huge fan of the bloodline story, but yeah, you can't just quit like pretend it never happened. They've <laughs> got to do something. That, yeah. I, I think Jimmy and Jay are out. They could do a thing where a brother turns on the other brother. Yeah. I guess that would be a swerve, but I think the most obvious thing is probably that tag team match between Solo, Roman, and the Usos. 
Yes, it's odd to me that if they would do that with Roman to make him a tag team guy. I I just can't. It would be temporary. Yeah. I mean, just like this was. Oh. I mean, they're not going to, at least not now, they're not going to, while he's got the world championships on him, like I, I would be pissed if he didn't defend those belts at SummerSlam at least. Right. He hasn't defended them since WrestleMania. So that's where I go back to like what, you know, even Gunter is, is always, or Gunter, he's always fighting someone different to challenge the belt versus yeah. Roman. Yeah. Roman's been through a lot of them, though, to be fair. Like, previously mm. to, like, when we kind of got back into things, like Royal Rumble-ish, mm-hmm. I, I think he's fought almost everybody, which is one reason why Rollins ended up with the belt, I think, the mm. heavyweight belt. Yeah. Because he's one person Roman hasn't, really beat in a while so yeah Rollins is a good fit for it though I think yeah going forward I'm I'm excited to see how Raw plays out and hopefully I I still think that Smackdown is going to be bloodline heaven for a while (laughs) or hell Uh, yeah um so I'm sure that will continue to play out I'm selfishly a little glad that that's been hopefully quarantined to Smackdown and I can (laughs) enjoy Monday Night Raw a little bit more uh, without that, you know. Um, but we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. Up next, we got Money in the Bank coming up. Predictions? Um, Cody Rhodes. I, I, I think Cody Rhodes could win the Money in the Bank. But... And then go against they, Roman, you think? They, uh, yeah, for sure. Hmm. He wants that WWE Championship. Yeah. So... That's what he would go for. But now, like, with their storytelling with Cody, like, I just don't know. They always... seems like they always zag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just we, as soon as you think you've got him in your palm, they're out of there. So, and with this, like, everything since WrestleMania to, to now with the broken arm thing, like, I just have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. I think he'll... At least with Cody, I feel like he'll continue to show up whatever storyline they put him in. He's going to show up and do a good job of it. I think he has a good personality. I think he he does well. Like he knows how to work the crowd. He knows how to fight. He knows he knows how to play the game. It feels um, so. At least he'll 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 show up um, and he'll be active and he'll fight somebody. <laughs> Would have been a perfect champion. Yeah, he will be a perfect champion. He will be. Positive thinking. <laughs> yeah, one of these days. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll we'll catch up with a little ruthless aggression. We'll come back. We'll do a little flashback and. Well, yeah, and before that, like, what's uh, any other like thoughts about um, the show? Like, what's how's it rank? Like, in terms of uh, like since the Royal Rumble, we've we've seen every show. So, what's where's this rank for you? Hmm. Of all the ones that we've seen, or you think of all the premium events? Yeah, I guess we've seen all of them through last year, too. Yeah. So I guess over the last year, what's, uh, where's this? You don't have to give me like a top 10 or something. But. Yeah. I think I still prefer like a Royal Rumble style. Um, last year's SummerSlam was great. Maybe we could do a rewatch and a re retalk. Yeah, that, that was a great, yeah, that was a great one. I thought it was really entertaining. Um, even WrestleMania was pretty good. There were some good moments. Yep. A few disappointing ones, but yep. uh, still a good show. But yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to 
Royal Rumble. I wonder when that will be. Later in the year, maybe? Oh, that's a while. That's, that'll be in um, February. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's still, it's always fun to see everybody just go ham. And... Yeah, the, the Rumble was probably my favorite of the last year, just with all of the, I mean, the matches were great. And yeah. you had like Gunther, as we know him today, was kind of born <laughs> in the Royal Rumble, and Cody as well. <laughs> I, I mean, he had Hell in, Hell in a Cell as well. But yeah. And then we had the big uh, turning point with the Bloodline, with Sammy turning at the Royal Rumble. So I just feel like that one end to end was probably my favorite yeah wrestlemania was good too but like you said disappointing moments that yeah. kind of soured yeah I, I thought that i mean to go back to the original question i think this one was good uh i don't think it makes any of my top lists for the last year yeah the good moments but overall okay yeah <laughs> it was good enough to make to make a premium event good enough to keep the story going I think they had to drop a big bloodline finisher, but which yeah. it's all about the finish, right? Yeah. WrestleMania was amazing until the end. <laughs> this one was okay, okay until the end. And then it, yeah, and then they and you remember it up. you remember the ending most. Yeah, that's so, that's true. Uh, from that perspective, it, it was a good good show. Yeah. 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 So yeah, any any other thoughts? Um, no. Catch the next premium event. We'll regress ruthlessly a little bit. Yeah. And uh, maybe do a little past-present comparison next time around. Yeah. So probably uh, probably next episode, next week sometime, probably we're going to start with our Ruthless Aggression rewatch. Yeah. Which is really what this podcast is centered on. Uh, we'll definitely revisit the new stuff as, as uh, new events occur. But yeah, I guess we'll we'll hop into that next time. So thanks for listening. Yeah. See you then. <laughs>